0: Everybody, and of course, welcome back to another episode of Sports Plug with Xavier and Ishmael. If you are on Facebook, please make sure you like and share this broadcast. If you are on Twitter, please make sure you follow at X underscore Williams 81. And if you are on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to the sports plug and hit that notification bell bing, so you can get our broadcast in the future as well. Well, you guys know what you're here for. Tuesday morning, the NFL for- week 14 recap. It's not in the building for that and we usually start off with Thursday night football, but tonight I mean sorry, this morning We're gonna go ahead and start off with the great epic Monday night football game that we just watched about what 12 hours ago and I honestly probably could have watched another 12 more hours of that game. That's how great that game was We knew going into that game. It was gonna be a rushing attack type of game and it was that type of game leading into the fourth quarter. Uh, at one point in time, they had eight combined rushing touchdowns before they had a passing touchdown between Baker and Lamar. So again, that just goes to show you the running game was on point for both teams. The hot topic, of course, that is that is being talked about amongst the sports world with everybody besides this game is the Lamar Jackson exit to the locker room and then Come out of nowhere like if he was on WWE or something and come back out and lead the Ravens out to a not just a game winning drive, uh, but also just a gutsy drive from Lamar Jackson showing people that he can do it not just with his legs, but also with his arm. And that's something that I've always wanted him to do since day one is sit your butt in the pocket Make sound throws and win the game with your arm that you want to be a. I mean, if you want people to take you seriously as a quarterback, that's what I want to see from Lamar Jackson. So to be able to see him do that in crunch time, I'm very proud of him for that. And we're also not going to leave some praise, I'm not going to leave the praise out to Baker Mayfield as well because Baker put on a hell of a performance. Because let's remember this, these two guys came out in the same draft class and they are going to forever get compared to one another until their career is over with. So for Baker and Lamar to put on the type of show that they did, I I, I feel like if you're a GM that picked both guys, you feel happy about the decision that you made for your team.
1: I mean, yeah. Um, you know, first and foremost, that's probably one of the greatest Monday night football games ever played. Um, And, you know, I'm not sad that my team that I picked lost because honestly, that was just a great game and there's no better way to lose the game. I mean, in this situation, than to go down, answer back, uh, take the lead and then have them just have a great drive to end the game. Um, But like you said. Uh, Baker Mayfield, hats off to Baker Mayfield. Let me just say that first and foremost. I still have the Browns as the best of the rest. I think that running attack proved that they can do it. Um, I think that um, I think that Baker Mayfield proved that he is somebody that can go down when the game is on the line and make some plays. Uh, last night was big for him. Um, so the Browns, I'm still – saying they're the best of the rest they're up there in that conversation um unfortunately they just can't get past their boogeyman in um the ravens and we'll see if they can get past their other boogeyman the steelers in the last week of the season um with lamar jackson though can we calm this hype down all right yes he came out of locker room he did it with his arm sure the pass to hollywood brown he, he had to hit the pass so i'll give him credit for that but let's not act like he threw a great ball against a tightly covered receiver. Like it was a wide open. was wide
0: open after the defender fell. Yes. I mean, so, again, we're trying to be, we're trying to make sure that we get everything yeah, let's, encapsulated let's, on what happened because there are a lot of emotions going on. And when you pull back the emotions, you, you and you do see that. Yes, it was a, it was a basic throw. But I will say this: because of his running ability, that's what sucked in the defense to make the defense uh, that that cornerback come come and try to stop Lamar Jackson's progress to try to get the first down. And that's why Hollywood was wide open besides the other safety falling down as well.
1: Yeah, but I will say this as well. Uh, Up until the last two drives that Lamar Jackson had, I mean, he didn't have very many passing yards. So um, while he did finish the game with his arm, up until that point, they had just been doing what they've always done, which is run the ball. So the concern is still there for the Ravens as far as, You guys still are not doing what you need to do to win playoff games by throwing the ball. Lamar Jackson, I'll give him all the credit in the world. Like He's just such an amazing athlete that it doesn't matter what you do against him. He's going to find a way to run the ball against you. Fair enough. The problem is going to be when you face some of these better teams, because let's be honest, the Browns, while they're up and coming, they're not up in the top echelon with the bills the Steelers that's right I said the bills um and the Chiefs um I think those are the top three teams right now in AFC and if he's not able to pass the ball I don't think he beats those three teams so while this is a great it was great for the Ravens keeps them in the playoff hunt, um makes them look a little bit more dangerous um at the same time I'm still I still have the same concern I had before this game right so
0: no, I definitely understand. And again, going into this game, you, you know, I talked to you about being in a lot of, unfortunately, sports group chats that I see a lot of people hold their emotions when it comes to talking about Lamar. A lot of people like to say, you don't like Lamar because he's black. You don't like Lamar because he's this. You don't like Lamar because he's that. And at the end of the day, when I have when I have people tell me that, it's, it's very stupid to hear that because I'm black. So it's not that I don't like Lamar because he's black. It's if you as Lamar Jackson, he wants to come in and be a quarterback, period. Right. So if you are a quarterback, we are going to judge you as a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, like Patrick Mahomes, like the guy he just faced uh, last night, like a Baker Mayfield. OK, mm-hmm. so with that being said, we know you can run the ball, Lamar Jackson. You feel me like we know we that. That. that that's that's not we never said that you can't do that. It's we need to make sure that you are being consistent in the passing game, which will allow so much more things for you to do when you're able to put the ball in the numbers. You can then you can even you can run even more. But again, it's not about running. It's about effective running like Russell Wilson. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson can run all around the field if he wants to, but he does it when it's need when it needs to be done to get a first down, to move to to get himself out of a situation, as in a third and six, get that first down, keep the chains moving, and and he doesn't rely on that from first quarter to the fourth quarter. That is my point. But like you said, just to re- just to recap everything that we said, Lamar Jackson is a great athlete, Shit, a hell of an athlete, right? And he, his athletic ability can get him out of things that other quarterbacks cannot get themselves out of. But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, and I have the, and I have these stats. Lamar Jackson was 11 for 17 last night, 163 yards, one passing touchdown. Baker Mayfield 20, 28 for 47, 3, 343, two touchdowns and a pick. Baker did what he did. Lamar did what he did. So again, it's it's all about. What you want for your team, you know, if you don't mind that type of style Lamar Jackson brings, then, hey, you know, go with him. If you if you want, you know, a legit pocket style type of quarterback that's a little bit mobile, you know, you go with Baker. So then in the next three to five years, we'll see more from from both of these quarterbacks and see what happens when it comes to their development and see who really is the best quarterback out of that draft class.
1: Yep. Something. got to wait and see.
0: Yes yeah, sir, yes yeah, sir. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to the Thursday night football game, Patriots and Rams. Um, oops, sorry about that. I said Patriots and Rams. Um, this game went pretty much the way that we thought it was going to go. Rams Rams won this game, but didn't go the way that we kind of expected with the way that the Patriots had a had their performance against the LA Chargers the week prior. We kind of thought that the Patriots might come in With a little bit of uh, a little bit of, you know, moxie and whatnot moving into that game. But I I mean, mean again, show up a little bit. Damn. But, you know, hey, you're playing a really good L.A. Rams defense, who I've said for weeks now up there, the best defense in the league. I'm just saying watch out for the NFC championship game that I could see them. Still participating in. You can make that face all you want to. I'm just I ain't say when I'm just saying okay. I participate, participate because I've said this for weeks now. This L.A. Rams team on both sides of the ball are forming together greatly and perfectly at this time, moving into the playoffs. And I would not be surprised at all if we see the Rams in the NFC championship game.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. They could they could definitely make it to the NFC Championship game. I think the problem on the NFC side is when you look at those teams that are up there in the conversation on the NFC side, all of them have a very obvious weakness, right? Like all of them have some sort of issue. Now on the AFC side, up until uh, last week, I would say it looked like the top teams in the AFC didn't really have a glaring weakness so talking about the Chiefs the Steelers and the Bills although now the Steelers um, uh, weakness is starting to show and we'll get into that later into the uh, show but um, yeah the Steelers are starting to have some very obvious problems the Bills I would argue may have taken over that number two spot and um, they don't really have a weakness per se Um, they just kind of beat themselves at times Um, and then the Chiefs I don't really think the Chiefs have a glaring weakness so the nfc is definitely wide open at the top and i think the rams are in that discussion um can they win the nfc yes i think they can But I think a lot of that rides on, will Cam Akers continue to perform the way he's performing? Jared Goff, is he going to continue to be consistent like he's been, you know, um, the past couple of weeks? And then um, that defense, if that defense just continues, I mean, somebody's got to figure out how to
0: stop Aaron Donald. I know it's easier said than done. Yeah, contain, contain. It ain't going to be no stopping. Well, Somebody got to do something. (laughs) Now, what I'll say say with the Rams, the Rams with this type of offense that they have with this season is a lot different than their Super Bowl run. What they had with Todd Gurley being the main back. They are running back by committee. Even though Cam Akers is getting a lot of the carries as of this moment, he was hurt throughout this season. And he's just now being able to be 100 percent healthy, moving into the, you know, this is the right time to be healthy, moving to the playoffs they want everybody to be back 100%. So he did miss about four games in this regular season. Now he's able to get his legs up under him, moving into the playoffs. And with the Rams using that running back committee, it doesn't give all the pressure to Cam Akers having to tote the rock for 25, 30 carries like they did for Todd Gurley. Yeah. Exactly. All right, check out the comments right quick. Shout out to Justice Stabler, aka Bama. He said Baker is still everything they said Lamar was going to be, which is trash. Those running backs making him what he is after one leave. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what he is after one leave, he'll decline back to where he was before. Justin, I think you might need to change the spin no, a little I, bit. I, I, get, I, I know what he's talking what about. He's
1: yeah, um, I think the running backs. I think the running backs are they do make Baker Mayfield. I think they make that offense really to be completely honest. I've said it week in and week out. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are what make that offense go. And even last night, the pass to Cream Hunt is what gave them
0: that go-ahead late before Lamar Jackson drove the Ravens down. Shout I think it continued that way. Shout out to Lorenzo. Guy he says I'm just here for the merch. Don't worry about it, Lorenzo. We got it's you. The merch, com- merch coming soon. soon. Merch coming soon. I promise. Merch dropping soon. Yes, sir. All right. Cowboys versus Bengals. Cowboys, of course, won that game. Took care of business. Um, this was again, supposed to be, or it was the Andy Dalton return to Cincinnati. Again, I wanted it to be a little bit of better of a game with Joe Burrow being there in Cincinnati. Unfortunately, we weren't able to see him play, but other than the Cowboys win, I mean, did we really see anything that we, you know, expected to see in this game? Um, no,
1: the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. Um, the Bengals don't have Joe Burrow right now. And the Bengals are still a team um, that they're building. They're building. We all know that. Cowboys fans, there's nothing to be happy about. Uh, and Jerry Jones, you got moved out of Sunday Night Football because nobody wants to watch y'all play. And I watched a little and, bit. Of- and thank God
0: thank God, it happened, too.
1: Yeah, I'm happy. So on onward. Nobody cares about them.
0: I honestly feel the exact same way, so we're going to go ahead and move on with the Cowgirls. Also, Justin Saber said not to mention a running back lead in receiving. Yep. And uh, also, Javier says Mayfield is just an upgraded version of Manziel but still trash. I really don't agree with that. Uh, you don't agree with that? I kind of uh, agree. I kind of uh, agree with that. I, 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 agree with I, that. I think I, – I'd be honest with you, everybody. I think y'all are giving – I'm not Baker. I think y'all are giving Johnny Football a little too much credit Because y'all still, it's just the same way with Carson Wentz. A lot of y'all living off of that one-year high that y'all saw what he did against Alabama when he was at A&M, and y'all keep on remembering that, in y'all's head, and it just keeps grinding, grinding, winding back, in y'all's head, and y'all want to base Johnny football off of that one year. Please relax. No. No. Yeah, ain't no no is yes. No, No. All right. Same deal with Carson Wentz, 2017. Everybody wants to talk about 2017 Carson Wentz. Nobody cares.
1: It's not the same. He performed. It's just he had the off-field issues. I argue. I would argue if he didn't have the off-field issues, you would still see Johnny Manziel in the NFL right now. So you're
0: talking about the same Johnny football that put up the middle finger when he was playing with Cleveland during During the the game? On Monday Night Football?
1: That was an off-the-field issue. It's not really a performance. Oh, that, that was on the field, though. But it wasn't a that,
0: performance, was it? But was it on? Was it inside or outside, though? <laughs> oh, okay. Where'd you go? Oh, <laughs> we gonna move along hello. to a game that was definitely outside: the Texans and the Bears. Um, Ish, we'll go ahead and let you start up because you picked the Texans, and from what I felt and we talked about in the pre-show, everything came to fruition and what I thought was going to happen. So I'll go ahead and let you explain. Um,
1: the defense, their their defense did it for them, really. I mean, there wasn't much to be said from the, the Bears offense, although I'm not going to hold them. Um, Mitchell Trubisky you played an all right game. Uh, the big run to start the game, I think, kind of set the tone. Um, and the Bears were just all over Deshaun Watson. Uh, the offensive line was poor from the Texans. Uh, definitely not a team that showed up ready to play. And they were dealt with pretty handily by the Bears in that defense um I mean there's nothing really you can say from that the the defense just came
0: ready to play and they just shut them down that's all yeah Khalil Mack had him a hell of a day um I mean it's is everything that I expected what the Bears were going to do it had nothing to do with Deshaun Watson not being able to perform it just had everything to do with Deshaun Watson not being able to have the pieces around him to compete against that defense that's what it had that's what I saw and we almost unfortunately saw Deshaun Watson might have met, might have missed the rest of the season with a type of tackle that he that he that he, that he got and it looked like at one point in time it, it might have set Watson out for at least that game so shout out to also Ryan Clark that put out a nice little tweet praying for Deshaun Watson's health and safety every game Going into a game because that's Dang. pretty much how it is. I mean, seriously, that's pretty much how it is when it comes to watching Deshaun Watson play for the Texans. I want to see this guy play for 10, 15 years in the NFL. But if he keeps on taking these types of hits, I we don't know if we're going to ever be able to see how great Watson really can be when he leaves Houston. Dude, he was number two. I believe he, he might still be number two. He probably is passing
1: yards. Off, yeah, um, passing yards in the league with this offense, with this offensive line. Like, think about it. And I will still hold this when Davo Sweeney said that that was the Michael Jordan coming out. Um, everybody keeps making the comments like, "Oh, he's supposed to be the Michael Jordan. He's supposed to be the Michael Jordan." Look at the organization that he went to. Houston has been notorious for killing great players' careers. They did it to Andre Johnson. They did it to J.J. Watt. They're doing it to Deshaun Watson and Aaron only- Foster everybody else. Aaron Foster. It doesn't matter who you are if you come play for the. Tech, hey, almost got, got Tyron everybody. Matthew. Tyron Matthew got up out of there. Oh, he got about it.
0: Yeah, he saw the writing on the wall. He was like, "No, nah, y'all not gonna get me." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um let's get back to the comments right quick. Javier says trade JJ Fuller and DJ to get picks and rebuild. I know it sounds easier said than done to you just not trade it. anybody, but it's not it don't work like that. This isn't Madden. You know, I know I know some of y'all feel like you can just get Whoever y'all want because of fantasy or or you know Madden or whatever, but it just doesn't work like that. The the Texans are in a very 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 bad place when it comes to moving forward for the future.
1: Well, I would say this: they don't have the leverage, right? So that's like, that's they, the
0: main thing too. If this is JJ, JJ Watt, Watt not, four years ago, you'd be able to get what you want to get. You get a first round pick. you exactly. get
1: a first round pick for JJ Watt. you probably not even getting a second. Uh, because of his injury history, you're definitely not getting a first-round pick for Will Fuller. Um, no. Not getting one for DJ. So all those players, yeah, you might get some picks, but you're not getting the kind of picks you need to rebuild this team. You just going not have a bunch of younger guys in the mix with nobody. And I think with Deshaun Watson being at the level that he's at, they need to get some immediate help Yeah. Now. Like seriously. they don't no, the seriously that they're developing if that's the case then trade Deshaun watson as well and I I agree just start, and just start over and
0: just same thing with the rockets. I mean same way I'm not trying to get in the basketball But if you're gonna go ahead and start over get rid of Harden, get rid of westbrook and start all over All you right. Well. Yes, sir. All right So going back to justin with the cowboys he said the cowboys defense still don't have an identity and it's clear Jerry and steven don't care about wing as long as revenue is there and this coming from a cowboys fan Yes, we, I definitely know that definitely bama. I said that every day um Lorenzo Guy said we don't claim Carson. Nick Foles over Wentz. He also says Jalen Hurts over Wentz. Wow. So okay we talk all right, we will talk about that another time. All right, Vikings and Buccaneers. This was a really good playoff implication type of game. We talked about this in the pre-show. Uh the Buccaneers went ahead and won this game and pretty pretty soundly, and from what I seen in this game. It looks like they're gearing up for a playoff run. Their their last three games are very favorable to be able to make it into the playoffs. And depending on who they play in that first round, we have to wait and see what Thomas Brady and the Buccaneers are able to do.
1: I mean, yeah, unfortunately, they won and they beat them. I mean... It started off nice for the Vikings, and then it just went all downhill from
0: there. No fools um, up
1: 6-0. Relax. Hey, man. It started off nice. They, has, they had a couple stops. They had a couple of defensive stops. I mean, they did all right at first, and then, like I said, it went downhill from there. Um, Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, you say gearing up. I think that really with these weapons that they have over there um, in Tampa, they've got a really good defense. It really, it's just gelling on offense, and once everybody gets kind of together, I think that... It's hard to pick against them when they have those kind of weapons with Tom Brady. So you're hoping that they just kind of figure it out. And then when they get into the playoffs, they're able to make things shake and, you know, win a couple of games. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, though. Um, Obviously, the Saints had some issues. The Packers are clearly the top team right now, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm, I think the the Bucs can beat the Packers. So I would even say right now with the Bucs looking how they're looking, um you might just have to say they're up there as favorites to win the nfc potentially
0: i don't know about when the nfc just yet. Yeah, let's pump the brakes skirt just a little bit uh but i will say shout out to brady getting scotty miller back involved in the mix of the offense because i do remember seeing a couple of tampa bay fans a little upset that they are forcing ab to get reps and not Putting people like Scotty Miller in position to succeed. Yeah, that's
1: their, that's their Julian Edelman right there. Real talk.
0: No, seriously, it really is. And for them to be able to get Scotty back involved, look, AB gonna have to get in where he fit in. AB is a hell of a talent. He gonna be. He can play on the. He play the slot. He play outside. He can play running back if he needed to. Right. Don't worry about AB. AB gonna be fine. You got to get guys like a Scotty Miller involved to to win. It is third down and six move. Uh, in in the fourth quarter. And a crucial playoff game, he, Tom Brady and Scotty needs to be on the same page so they can connect and make a crucial first down. I feel like that type of performance that they had on Sunday helps out tremendously moving forward with the type of trust that Tom Brady is instilling in Scotty yeah, Miller.
1: Let me just say this. Um... I think that they need to take the same approach that the Chiefs take. Um, And I'm not saying that because the Chiefs are my team. I'm saying that because the Chiefs have continuously shown that it doesn't matter who you are. Last year, they brought in LaShawn McCoy. You saw LaShawn McCoy did not get to play a lot. Um, They have brought in Le'Veon Bell. You've been complaining all um, ever since they got him. Like
0: I ain't complain. No, I ain't complain. Go use him. That's what I'm saying. Use him.
1: No, no don't don't risk the chemistry of your offense just to get a big name in there. And I feel like that's what Tampa Bay did when they first got AB, and I think they're starting to move away from that because they're like, "Yo, we had something nice going before he stepped in. We don't have to force him in. Like let's just let him find his spot." And then when he finds his spot, you know he gets in where he fit in, um like you said, but um don't force it in there i think kansas city does a great job of doing that and i think that if tampa bay takes that role you'll see them slowly you know get a little bit better on their offensive side or back to where they were before they started uh jamming ab down everybody's throat
0: i respect where you're coming from i could definitely agree with you on that uh gronk also got him a touchdown in so gronk of course is definitely being used the right way he got him a touchdown in the red zone that's that's where gronk of course reigns supreme Yep. So you know we just have to wait and see. They play the Lions next week, and and that should they should take care of business there. And we just have to wait and see what happens with the Buccaneers. With the Vikings, looks like it's it's, it's this season's pretty much over for them. After oh, yeah. that loss, uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, that the season's pretty be, much. It's gonna be
1: kind of hard to get get the playoffs after that.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, moving along, Cardinals versus Giants. Um, this game again went the way that it. That we everybody pretty much wait thought it was going to go. I apologize. Um, any takeaway we can take from this game moving forward? Are the Cardinals? Is this a game that the Cardinals can build off of and try to, of course, make that push for the playoffs to get a you know that seventh seed? Or are the, are the Cardinals just a little too late on the outside looking in? Um. Uh, I think that the cardinals could potentially do
1: it let me look at their remaining schedule real quick um because i do think that there's a potential that they could do they could make it in because right now they're sitting at the seventh seed mm-hmm. they're in as of today but with their remaining schedule i believe they got the eagles which that's not just a given win now not anymore perform this week yep, and we'll, we'll talk I'm about gonna, them real soon um, The 49ers always play them really tough. Like we've been saying, Kyle Shanahan always gets his guys up ready to play. And then you end with the Rams, which is not an easy game. Um, So there is a chance they can make it to the playoffs, but they're going to have to get results Probably I would say two out of the last three games. So they're gonna oh, yeah. to find they're gonna definitely have to beat the Eagles and the 49ers or find a way to beat the Rams if they lose to one of the other guys, uh, to really have that shot to get in. Um, the Vikings are just sitting behind them, and so are the Bears, both sitting at six and seven. So I mean, if the if the Vikings or the Bears are able to find a way to win some of their games, which looking at the Vikings remaining schedule um, they've got the Bears, so the Vikings or the Bears are gonna be, be um, You know, you're gonna get a loss there, so that helps you if you're the Cardinals. And then they got the Saints and the Lions. So um, same thing for the Vikings. It's not that easy, right? You got to beat the Bears, who you're rivaling to get into the playoffs, and then find a way to beat the Saints or the Lions. So I mean, it's gonna come down to the last week, I believe, in the NFC for that last playoff spot. If I'm the
0: Cardinals, I gotta win two of these last three. And of course, if you are watching live, we will put up the playoff race uh, right before the show is over with. So everybody can know the standings for both NFC and AFC. So please just stay tuned with us. Uh, Justin also says Cardinals will be on the outside looking in because they're asking uh, Baker, uh, Buddha Baker, I apologize to do too much on defense with no real help. Let's also remember on that defensive side, they do have Isaiah Simmons, who I expected for him to make a little bit more of a splash his rookie year, just because of his athletic ability that he was able to bring from Clemson to to Arizona. He has not made a stamp on his defense the way that Buda Baker has. Of course, he had that he got that big contract going into the season, but I'm I was waiting for this Cardinals defense to come around. This is a great performance, you know. He gave us seven points. You know, the, the Giants the offense is still hobbly right now, so I wouldn't even really even count this as a you know, a good defensive effort until you play until they play the Rams and you know, until they play somebody that, that we can say, man, that's a good effort. But I'm gonna need to see more from the Cardinals defense before we take them seriously. We know their offense is great. It's world class, Fitzgerald, Hopkins, Kyler Murray, but we need their defense to come around if we want to take them seriously as making it to the playoffs this year yeah I agree um the Eagles next week I think that's gonna be a good um a good test with the way that they got their quarterback. Playing. I definitely agree I definitely agree sir. All right let's go ahead and move on to the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Titans took care of the pussy cats so we like to call the Jaguars and Derek Henry ran wild as always um just Here's to yeah just a caveat on this show I mean just a caveat on this game I apologize. Uh, Derek Henry has now reached his fourth game with 200 yards r- uh, rushing and also two touchdowns. He has now passed every running back in NFL history that has had those stats from Barry Sanders, uh, LT. P- L- LT, and also um, uh, I apologize, uh, Jim Brown. I apologize. Yeah, Brown. I know. I know it's on top on my on the tip of my tongue. I just can't get it out. But other than that, with that win. It most likely solidifies that the Titans should win the AFC South for the first time in about 20 years now, and as a Titans fan, I'm very happy and pleased that we are doing what I set out for us to do this season, as in win a division, get secure a home playoff game, and for and win 10, 10 games. We, we need one more win to win 10 games this season. And for people in the in, in the rest of the you know, rest of the league to take us seriously as a title contending type of team. At the moment, we are behind the Bills. We are behind um, and of the of the other teams besides the Steelers and the, and, the, and the Chiefs and the AFC. So moving forward, what I would like to see, because I know this team will compete against anybody in the playoffs, I would like to see the defense to get a little bit. Sharper on the defensive side of the ball moving forward. Adoree Jackson hasn't played one snap this whole season. I'm worried about him moving into the playoffs if he ever, if he even does get to show up this season, because I wouldn't be surprised if he is a liability. Uh-huh. Because when you haven't played literally all season long and they just throw you out there with the highest type of competition, I, I just it's, it's very hard for you to get into a, a rhythm when you're not ready.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I'm just very. Worried to see what's going to happen moving forward with guys coming back from the IR like an Adore Jackson with Tennessee Titans
1: Um, I mean the Oilers like we said in this game they did what they were supposed to do This was more so a statement um, in the AFC about what their intentions are going into the playoffs um, Because I do believe they're going to win the AFC South Um, However um, I think that they are still behind Some of these other teams like you mentioned the bills um i believe they're still behind the browns um i wouldn't even put them above the browns at the moment um because that defense is just they showed up against the jaguars and let's say let me say this it is not let's not Discount what they did against the Jaguars because the Jaguars if you remember have been we talked about in the pre-show past couple of weeks. We They've been the pre-show. really close They've been playing really uh, well against playoff teams because like we're looking at the, I'm talking about the Vikings We're looking at some of these other teams that they're playing and keeping it close and these are playoff teams These are not just you know walkovers so um, for them to hold the Jags to 10 points um, That is a statement uh, in a way but it's still not against one of the better teams in the AFC. So um, we got to wait and see how this defense does against some of these better teams. Um, But it was a good win, a good semi statement from the Oilers. Um, But again, that man, I'm just going to hold to it. I am always terrified of the Oilers because of that man in the backfield. And um, if you can't stop him, you can't win games against them. Uh, And it disproved again today. And I think going into the playoffs, teams gotta be ready to stop
0: that. I will say this. If the playoffs started today, since Tennessee Titans would be playing the Cleveland Browns in Nashville, so run it back. That's just all I that's all I had to say about that. I ain't worry I about think, no, I think think worried about no I'm not worried about no Browns. I ain't worried about no Browns. Run it run back. back. I don't think you run, run it back. back. Because they're gonna run it down Run yeah. it back. All right. That's how much faith I got running back, son. All right. Speaking of people running it back in Miami, Kansas City Chiefs went ahead and ran it back in Miami and pulled off a nice close win. The, the, hey, the Dolphins kept it close. They mm-hmm. Almost almost pulled it off. I almost pulled it off. It close. Go they ahead and apologize for my chief, I ain't apologizing for shit. I ain't apologizing for shit. Anyways, like I said, the Dolphins should have won this game. Let it go a little bit. And the Chiefs ended up winning this game. Now, I will say this. You said earlier the Chiefs don't have a weakness. I want to be the first one to say that they do. What's their weakness? Playing against the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh,
1: my goodness. Sure, I guess. that's The Las
0: Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr.
1: I don't know if that's a weakness as much as that's just like a a bad matchup or something. Oh, that's what it is? The Raiders just... Dude, the Raiders just play different against the Chiefs. And the evidence is in the results from the Raiders. Like, they don't perform the same way they do against the Chiefs, against everyone else. Like, they go against the Falcons the next week after they play the Chiefs in a really close game and get blown out. They play against other playoff teams, the Colts, and you lose. So, come on. Man, the Raiders,
0: it's just a bad matchup. I think they they just get up to play the Chiefs. No, I definitely, I definitely respect that, and I, I agree as well. Uh, I don't know what it is about the Raiders when they play everybody else, but but when they play the Chiefs, they act like a, they want to be a real team. Um, but with the Chiefs, I will say this. Looks like they're ready for the playoffs. They've been ready for the playoffs maybe since week two. Um, but I will say this. No, I will say this. I will say this. Mm-hmm. One thing I do know about football, I watch football a long time now. I've been watching football a long, long, long time. Everything might seem all nice and good now. Injuries happen. Oh, freak, uh, freak, freak, freak Things happen. Oh, all right. I so think. this Maserati, this Lambo, this Ferrari, it might, it might look nice, but when that mug in the shop, yeah, you Oh, we, we gonna see. We gonna see how that, how that Ferrari gonna ride. All right. So. It's all good now. We're going to wait and see when some stuff happened in the playoffs. We're going to see how y'all react. That's what I want to see from the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs – uh, okay, let me just say this. I'm listening. Talking about that,
1: the beginning of this game was perfect for that because they had to respond to adversity. Uh, Patrick. Two Mahomes interceptions in the first half. He had a sack for 30-yard loss. Um, I mean, the, the Dolphins definitely came out and were trying to put it up on them. And the Chiefs just – They responded to adversity, and I think that they are the kind of team that they can respond to adversity. Um, They are built to respond to adversity, and um, we saw it in this game. And I think this only helps to prove the point moving forward that even in the playoffs, it don't matter. Remember last year, Patrick Mahomes led a couple fourth-quarter comebacks because this three He had three in the playoffs. This team does not get shaken when they're behind. They're ready and they respond. And I am ready for any and every challenger that is going to step to the Chiefs this year because it looks like they're in prime form. Travis Kelsey and um, Tyreek Hill are doing their thing. And that defense has been playing a lot better than
0: they were um, even last year, I believe. And at the moment, speaking of Travis Kelsey, he is leading the NFL in reception yards. And that's not by tight ends. That is by everybody, receivers, and tight ends included. And that is something that if I am Travis Kelsey, you go ahead and take this year, go to the general manager's office, and you make sure that you get everything that you're paid for that you deserve because he's he's able problems. I ain't trying to cause nothing. I'm just saying, look, you want to get paid what you worked. Am I right? Am I wrong? I'm just, look, you can win Super Bowls all you want. I'm just saying. To to make sure that you get taken care. Of. I'm just look if you are because you don't want to look back five seven eight years from now and be like man like I was the best tight end of maybe ever and I ain't get compensated the way I should have. And I got four. I'm just I got four Super Bowl rings. I don't know about this one right now. Just one. We'll, we'll wait and see how many he'll have. we we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. All right, Broncos versus Panthers. Broncos took care of business against the Panthers. And shout out to me because like I said, every time I don't pick the Panthers. They, they lose. And every time I do pick them, I'm sorry, every time I don't pick them, they they, they win. They, wait, hold on. I messed that up. <laughs> every time I pick them, they lose. Every time I don't pick them, they win. There we go. So the Broncos took care of business again against the Panthers. Is there anything we're going to take out of this game? Because both teams really, let's be real, not playing for anything. Both teams are pretty much in the back of the pack. Uh, Panthers aren't going to the playoffs. The Broncos aren't going either. But can we build – is there anything that both these teams can build off of, of this game?
1: Um, I mean, for this season, no. But let me just say um, all, the, all the people that have been with X the past couple of weeks where he's been talking about John Elway and how he needs to get up out of there and um, they don't do anything with quarterbacks, let me just say I believe – I don't know this for a fact, but I believe my man Drew Locke has been turning – He's been tuning into the show and checking out a couple of episodes of X talking all that mess. No, he
0: had, no, no, no. He tuned in. No, no, no. He tuned in. He saw what I did on the pre-show saying that I was, I'm was i rooting for Drew Locke to do as Doug Thizzle. You must have forgot about that. Don't be out here trying to change my words, sir, because if you want to go Drew. watch the pre-show, if you want to go watch the pre-show, you can definitely see that I shout out to Drew Locke because he was going to put on a performance, and he did. My man Drew put on his
1: backpack For all you out there that were saying John Elway doesn't know how to pick those quarterbacks or maybe we should move on from Drew Locke, just came out and threw four touchdowns against a defense. that's. hold up, up. hold up,
0: hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Drew Locke, one performance against the Panthers, does not erase everything that John Elway has done. No, no, we're not going to do that.
1: I'm not saying it erases everything. What I'm saying is a lot of talk has been made about maybe we should move on from Drew Locke. Drew Locke is just trying to show people, One, he's been injured. There's been a lot of injuries. There's been a lot of stuff going on that he hasn't been able to show what he can do. So he came out this week, decided to put on a performance. Now we're waiting to see, is he going to do that moving forward? Because in a division where you have Derek Carr, you have um, Justin Herbert now, you definitely got that guy, Patrick Mahomes. You can't be the Denver Broncos and not have – a quarterback there that can match up with all of those guys. So Drew Lock, he's got to start showing out, or else
0: it, it, he won't have long in Denver. And the calls for Elway will continue. No, I agree. But Drew Lock has performed when he, for the most part, when he's on the field healthy, he's been performing. We're not worried about him. It's just now bring all the pieces together. You have Jared Judy. You got Court. uh oh, and Sutton. Well, I mean, any anyway, wide Look, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, What's his name? Uh, God dang it, from Cowboys. Uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. I'm pretty sure C.D. Lamb isn't too happy right now. You know, it's just one of those things where when you don't, as a wide receiver, when you don't have a quarterback consistently throwing you the ball the way you want to, any wide receiver is going to be upset. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see how that situation Come on now.
1: Uh,
0: I think John Elway would be gone before Drew Lockwell. Oh, Really? I don't think that. Unfortunately, Drew
1: Lock again, and then um, keep that way doing his
0: thing. Uh, we'll see. Speaking of speaking of uh, teams that's going to get rid of their quarterback real soon after this season, the uh, New York whatever you football team Jets that you call them. Let's move past. Yeah, let's, let's definitely go ahead and do <laughs> that because they not really to talk about honestly. Really, it really, it really isn't. It. And uh, Russell Wilson did his you know his chef in a, a course in one forty three. Yeah. I mean, and they are, they're losing on purpose at this point. They know they oh, you yeah. get Trevor Lawrence. Like, oh, yeah. let's just move past it. But that. you know what, though? Honestly, before we move on to the next game, you know what's really disappointing? Hmm. We know they're going to, of course, do what they're doing. But you can't even at least let the player fill a W. You can't no. even let these fools get one W the whole year. Y'all going to let these boys go 0-16 like the Lions did?
1: Yes. Yes. That's what. Dude, last week was their week when they were leading against the Raiders, and then they scapegoated Greg Williams and fired him. Greg make, Williams. Greg Williams trash, first of all. he should no, 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 Bounty no, Gate no. looking nasty trash. They scapegoated him to fu- and fired him to make it seem like they didn't decide on the sideline that they were all going to throw that game. Because let's be honest, the head coach has his headset on. Defensive coordinator has his headset on. Everybody can hear the plays that are being called. This man calls an all-out blitz. As the head coach, you were just sitting there like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that call. I like that call. And then um, they scored a touchdown. And now you're acting like, I don't know why he called an all-out blitz. We're going to get rid of him because why he make that call? Like, no. Look, look man, look. Of first
0: game. of all, the New York Jets are the greatest organization because they hired Adam Gase, who did such a great job in Miami. So they had to go ahead and bring his talent over to New York. And when he was at his press conference, obviously, Adam Gase was so happy and excited to be the head coach of the New York Jets that his eyeballs made more news than his actual performance as a coach on the field. Okay, so everything that the New York Jets are getting right now, they deserve. All right, then. So we're going to go ahead and move on to another team that deserve everything that they get. And that's the Las Vegas Raiders. The Colts and the Raiders, uh, of course, played over the weekend and. Like we talked about in the pre-show, I didn't know which team was going to show up. I expected the Colts to show up more than the Raiders, which they did. But with the Raiders, let's let's talk more about the Raiders right quick. Um, the, La- the Raiders have lost the last three of their four games after starting 6-3 and three on the season. Uh-huh. And this was a very um, enthusiastic type of season for the Raiders because they thought that you know, maybe we can make some noise in the AFC. It started off hot, you know. Start, you know, it's six and three. You, you got people jumping on the bandwagon, but again, losing the last three of the f- last three to last four right now at the moment, you are seven and six on the outside looking in of the playoffs, and it just seems like this was a. It's it's now coming down to this is being a good year, a good building year to build into next year, and the questions for the Raiders moving forward is. Do we stick with Derek Carr or do we look elsewhere?
1: All's not lost for the Raiders, actually. Um, I think that the Raiders could still find a way to sneak in because um, they've got a decent schedule the last three games. They got the Chargers, then they got the Dolphins, and then they finished the season off with the Broncos, who we were just talking about with Drew Locke. I definitely expect them to win the Thursday night game this week, actually against the Chargers. Um, I think that they should win that game. You got to win that game in order to um, stay in the hunt. And then you got a great matchup in week 16 against the Dolphins, because if you beat the Dolphins who are currently in the last playoff spot, you possibly jump the dolphins and get into the playoffs. So um, you got a good opportunity there. And then you finish the week, uh, you finish off with the Broncos who is not an easy out, but definitely a game that you expect a playoff team to win. Um, So you would hope that they would find the fire that they find when they play the chiefs and um, beat the Broncos. So it's not all said and done for the Raiders, but again, it's the same old story with the Raiders. Um, You know, do you do it when you're supposed to do it? And can you do it against anybody except the Chiefs? And apparently they cannot um, because this was a big game for them. They had to play the Colts also fighting for playoff spots yep. to win this game, like I said last week, and they just didn't do it. Um and Derek Carr, yeah, I I do not fault anybody for saying maybe it's time to move past Derek Carr. They got Marcus Mariota sitting behind him right
0: now. You know, some people may want Mariota to get a shot. I don't know. Um, I'll be honest with you. From what I hear, of Nation, they don't want nothing to do with Mariota. So we're going to We're not even going to talk about that right now. <laughs> well, and that's fair enough because he didn't really do that much in Tennessee. And
1: um you know, I don't think you can move past Derek Carr. After this season, only because I don't think you're going to be in a draft position to where you can get a quarterback that you want, um, especially with this odd year. You are yeah. not a lot of tape on quarterbacks this year. So unless you were in love with somebody from last year, um, there's nothing this year that's going to happen that's going to change your mind for some of these quarterbacks that you would get in like second, third, fourth round. Um, so, again, I think Derek car is your quarterback for next year as well. You got to hope that he just performs at the end of the season. You make the playoffs and then maybe y'all
0: build off of that into next year no i definitely agree and let's go ahead and move on to the next game we got about 15 minutes left for this show to wrap up and i want to talk about this game because this was probably the biggest upset of the night uh for the saints versus the eagles and the eagles led by jalen hurts took over this game not more so in the first half i was more impressed with jalen hurts in the second half because he was able to adjust to the Saints bringing pressure to on him and with with Dennis Allen being the defensive coordinator for the Saints it was a matter of time that he was gonna bring pressure because he's a he's a, he's a first career start, right so in any rookie quarterback you want to see what they can do with pressure in their face and I saw a touchdown throw that that Jalen Hurts made his first touchdown touchdown throw for the game with somebody literally in his face and him getting hit, and and Jalen Hurts still threw a perfect pass. Again, I'm not, I'm, I do not want to make a, such a big deal out of this one game because I want to see consistency. I want to see you do it in the second game, third game, and we'll go, we'll, we'll we'll measure him after that. But from this first game, man, shout out to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the
1: first game. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, jump on a bandwagon too quickly, um, but he did perform. And I'm not going to divulge too much, but I think going into our uh, end of year recap, we definitely have to talk um, for an extended period of time about this draft class of quarterbacks and how they perform this season, because this may go down as one of the best draft class, uh, quarterback classes of all time i mean while not all of them got um you know the win loss um <laughs> hop on the bandwagon Nah, um while not all of them got like you know winning records playoff teams you have to say that all of them came out and performed way better than we expected most rookie quarterbacks to perform i mean from justin herbert joe burrow um to, uh, to now um Jalen Hurts. I mean, these guys have come out and they have performed. They are definitely poised. Uh, They do not panic under pressure. Uh, He he pulled this game out at the end, um, was able to lead them like a veteran would lead a team. Um, And you got to say, you got to start asking questions. Because to me, that offensive line looked different than when they were playing
0: just like a matter of a couple of weeks. And ago. unless, unless remember, too, Jason Peters was out for this game. He was playing this whole season with Carson Wentz as a Hall of Fame lineman. That I've heard nothing but, but complaints from Eagles fans saying that they don't have an offensive line. OK, and well, I, I mean, Jalen Hurst just played with the same offensive line that Dave Carson Wentz was playing. I
1: mean, and so I'm just like night and day. So, it, uh, like I said, you've got to. The question has to be asked now: If you're a Philadelphia fan, were some of these players
0: ready to move on from Carson Wentz? Bingo, bingo. Now it that is it look like a different team. I'm exactly, it, it exactly, like exactly. And that's and that's what it and that's what as players we look at when it comes to football is how is everybody else playing around when that new quarterback comes in? Because Alshon Alton, Alshon Jeffries look completely different. I mean, you yeah. know, so, you know, it's not a, it, it comes a point in time where the players know what's up. The players know that, man, this these coaches keep riding for this guy, knowing that we are all not better off, you know, with some We are all better off with somebody else besides this guy. But y'all keep forcing this guy, knowing that he's not good. It reminds me of the Mariota situation in, in Tennessee. I was a big Mariota supporter, but it was just come to a time where. You're not healthy. You're not producing. We have to move on. But because the city loves him so much and the, and the, and the owner of the Tennessee Titans loved him so much, it was hard to rip that bandaid off. It might be the same way for Philadelphia. They're going to have to rip that bandaid off sooner or later and move on because this is not 2017. It's not. All right, Lorenzo says Jalen Hurts should be the starter from now on. This isn't the first time that the entire Eagles team shut down under Carson Wentz. Nick Foles stepped in and brought life to this team twice, and now Jalen Hurts. Carson is a bust. He has one good year, and think the Eagles should consistently cater to him. At some point, you have to call a spade a spade. Shout out to you, J. Jay- uh, shout out to you, I mean, uh, Lorenzo, I because that it's was a great. That was a great comment because that's it's just, yeah. it is what it is. That's what it is. All right. Washington 49ers. Go ahead and talk about this quickly. Um, a, the Washington football team took care of business. Chase Young did some very Chase remarkable, remarkable Chase Young things as a rookie. Cannot wait to see what he does in his third and fifth year in the league. Um, oh. But – we also cannot say and just go ahead and jump him past the Jadavian Clowney past, past guys that has been, you know, Aaron Donald guys that's been in that's all I'm saying. Like let's let's wait and see how this guy progress. I think he's gonna be a hell of a talent. I think he's gonna be a hell of a hell of a guy moving forward for this organization moving forward. But let's also pump the brakes cause I I hate when we try to compare guys when they've only played 10, 11, 12 games. But Chase Young, hey man shout out to him he had a hell of a game
1: yeah i mean like i've been saying i was excited about this game because i have picked the football team uh to win the nfc east and they have taken the lead now in the nfc east and um yeah i think that they're ready although alex smith did get hurt uh dwayne haskins had to step in um i haven't looked at the reports yet for this upcoming week and whether or not alex smith is going to be able to start again Mm -hmm. um Although Dwayne Haskins, like I said earlier in the season, was not playing completely poorly um, when they benched him. Uh, you know, you got to kind of take a step back if Alex Smith isn't able to start. Because I feel like Alex Smith's professionalism, uh, his uh, experience has been part of the reason that they've turned this around and started making the run that they have been making, and especially beating the Steelers. So. Um, That's a concern for me moving forward. But, yeah, great game by them, great game by uh, Chase Young. You know, if he's able to do some of those things moving forward and uh, keep harassing people, making some of these great plays, you know, that only can help their cause to win the NFC East this year and make the playoffs, which if they make the playoffs, uh, you got to hold your hands up and say, wow, what a great first year for Ron Rivera um, in Washington because I don't think anybody expected – that to happen especially mm-hmm. with all the drama of the name change all that, yep. that was going on so
0: yep i know i 100 percent agree and just moving forward like you said for, for every for everything that they were able to do um with alex smith and also ron rivera and also the name change a hey, shout out to them seriously uh falcons versus chargers this was a game unfortunately that it seems like for, for me, if I pick the Chargers, the Falcons are going to lose. If I pick the Falcons, the Chargers are going to win. So as we saw, we picked the Falcons and the Chargers won. Um, but shout out to hopefully Anthony Lynn. This might hopefully help him keep his job. I doubt it, but we'll see. Is you got anything to say before we move on to the next game? Um, the only thing I have to say
1: is, like you said, it might help Anthony Lynn in the long run. I doubt it as well. Um, Raheem Morris, I'm sorry to say, I don't think he'll be getting that. Permanent job in that league.
0: Yeah, we'll see that. Yeah, that was that was a game you're supposed to win, Raheem. that was, yeah, we'll see though. All right, Packers versus Lions. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man, took care of business against the other kitty cats of the North, the Detroit Lions. And um, hey, it, it wasn't really too much to say about this game other than Aaron Rodgers is getting ready for the playoffs. And I will say this because we talked about this in previous shows and i was very interested to see who was going to come out of the nfc and it looks like the playoffs on the nfc side might run through lambo and if that is the case hey it's going to be very exciting to see some of these teams like a like the buccaneers like the cardinals have to come up to the north and play and play um and play in the cold and see if they can handle these these types of games because aaron rodgers i mean he's built for this
1: um yeah i would agree if the road runs through lambo it makes it a little more interesting but i don't think it makes it that interesting only because fans still aren't coming to games i feel like if the fans were there then you really are kind of scared. i mean you're
0: correct no you're correct but i'm just more thinking about the weather
1: oh yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying it makes it a little more interesting because the weather because the weather situation it will be tom brady gronk some of those guys they played in new england right so like you know for them it's not gonna be
0: I you right? No, you're right. But I'm just saying, a lot of them folks been in Tampa for a while, so it's just a little bit
1: different. That's true. That's true. Uh, same thing with the Saints. You know, Saints. you indoor team, having to go to Lambo. That will be interesting. Um, so it will be interesting moving forward, uh, but not that interesting for the Lions. This game was more important for them to win, and they tried, but they just couldn't do it. Uh, now they've got to find a way to beat the Titans, the Bucks, and the Vikings um to make the playoffs um because they do have a shot but they're gonna have to win probably all three of those games to make the
0: playoffs um and I and derrick henry is not going to allow that to happen we are not going to lose to the lions because if i if we do i will unfortunately have to hear that for at least two or three months from my detroit fan family so that's not going to happen all right then wrap it up for this week's Game Sunday night football, Steelers versus Bills. This is another great game that I talked about in the pre show, saying that this was going to be a classic game. It ended up being that type of game. The performance Josh Allen put on, again, shout out to him because there are still questions about, you know, is, is Josh Allen a good quarterback? And again, I, I feel like he is. The best quarterback of that draft class, and that's something we will talk about as well on our recap. We'll talk about not just the I am sorry, not just last year's draft, but we'll also talk about two thousand sixteen quarterback draft class as well. Because Josh Allen, man, I mean, every week he just impre- he had. I mean, if, if if he hasn't impressed you by now, I don't know what you what you are watching. But Josh Allen has continued to impress week in and week out, and this is Buffalo's first win at home against Pittsburgh since nineteen ninety nine. So since we were eight, nine years old, this is the first time Buffalo has won. So again, this is the changing of the guard. This is what the Bills needed. This is what the Bills wanted to do moving forward to show everybody that we are not the same. And I just wanna give a shout out to the Bills before we wrap up this show. Hey, big shout out to the Bills.
1: If you're a Buffalo fan out there, here it is. Your time has come. You've been buying your time all these years behind the Patriots, watching them just dominate this division over and over and over again. You've finally taken charge. X, are you finally ready, willing to concede that the Dolphins are going to be? It good?
0: is a two-game. The Bills have a two-game lead at the moment with three games left to go. And I will say that you have to stick a fork in the Dolphins. They are not going to win okay, the division. Um, Buffalo, yeah. you're done. But I'm not apologizing for that Chiefs crap. Not
1: doing it. Buffalo, you've done it. You won the division. Um, Josh Allen, he's your guy. Uh, you finally found him. So hopefully you guys. He's, can he's do their it. new version of Jim Kelly. But honestly, oh, yeah. I think he might be better. Let me just say that, that that little speech he had before the game. Ooh,
0: by Juju dancing on the field. Yeah.
1: Let him do all the talking.
0: Let him yeah. do all the gonna work hard. We're going to come out here. We're going to win this game. Like, man, that's, that's, a right. leader. that's the leader. That's the leader. Again, when we talk about leaders, it's not everybody can't be Tom Brady. We not we don't want everybody to be Tom Brady, but you could be a leader in your own right in your own way. It's about how you handle business, like a Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Josh Allen is different. You di- you can lead in different ways, just about taking care of business, right? Yep. And oh. they, did, they did that. So. All righty then, I agree. All right, before we get up on up out of here, we're gonna go ahead and talk about these AFC. Playoff standings at the moment: number one are the Chiefs at twelve and one. Number two, the Steelers at eleven and two. Three, the Bills ten and three. The Titans are at number four, nine and four. The Browns are at five, at nine and four. The Colts are at six and nine and four. And the Dolphins are at number seven at eight and five. The NFC: the Packers are number one at the moment with ten and three. The Saints, number two, with ten and three. The Saints, number. I'm sorry. The, I apologize. The Rams, number three, with nine and four. The Washington Football Team, number four, with six and seven. The Seahawks, number five, and nine and four. The Buccaneers, number six, eight and five. And the Cardinals at number seven, at seven and six. Is there anything you want to talk about right quick before we get uh, out of here? Yeah, AFC put, or NFC? Put, put Sean's. Uh, nah. Put Sean's coming up real quick. I got you. I got you. Uh, shout out to my boy Lee. Uh, He says, just a random question for that boy is shout-out to them Chiefs on the topic of the Packers. I had a conversation with X yesterday. He stated nobody would take the Packers running backs over the Chiefs backs, and I disagreed. If if the Super Bowl were tomorrow, would you take Aaron Jones over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Would you, not for the future, but those Packers backs as of right now, more complete as a fellow Chiefs fan? Do you agree? Yes, me and my boy Lee, we talked about that. Yes.
1: First off, X, uh, you didn't read that right. We know that you're not a Chiefs fan because you should have read that. Shout out to the Chiefs. I did that. I just didn't do it the way that y'all want to do it, so I wasn't gonna do it. So and continue. anyway, um I agree with I actually agree with him. I would take Aaron, um I would take him over Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I would take Aaron Jones all day. Aaron Jones, if Aaron Jones was in the Chiefs offense, oh Lord. Everybody should be really scared. Can like, we say
0: this? No, no, no. Can we say this though? Can we also say that their running backs are made for the for the Packers offense the same way the running backs for the Chiefs are made for the Chiefs offense. Mm, because because again remember before the draft happened, Lewis Riddick was talking about Clyde Edwards Hilaire is gonna be this guy for the Chiefs. This is the greatest pick that the Chiefs has ever made. All you gotta do is plug and play. This, that, and the third. Like, so what and are we I talking about that, now?
1: I think that that is moving forward. Like he said in his um to in my, his right comment. now yes. We're talking got about you. right now, I we're talking you. about right now, Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm putting Aaron Jones in there, and Aaron Jones will find a way to make some plays for us. I, um, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire moving forward is definitely that guy. Uh, you saw what he did in the first game, and I think that he will continue to get better and better in the Chiefs offense. And everybody should be scared the more he, he picks up in the league. Like, man, that offense right now, unless somebody decides they want more money and they're going to leave, like everybody should be scared of that offense moving forward the next couple of years because. As Clyde Edwards, Larry gets better and we get more and more of a rushing attack, like it's only going to get scarier for teams having to go against Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, Sammy Watkins. You got Miko Hardman.
0: Um, Dude, it's it's too deep right now. No, I agree. Lorenzo, when he did had a former kicker, Kareem Hunt, I definitely do feel like he was a great for them really I'm hey done. lorenzo lorenzo said it not nope. me no nope, i'm done in the show all righty then so we will see you guys next week with week 15 preview show on sunday at 10 in the morning and uh i appreciate you lorenzo guy for having that comedic relief at nope. the end of the show we really nope. do appreciate that nope. so yeah. we'll see y'all next time on the sports plug with x williams and ishmael you okay you don't you don't,